Thanks for listening to DIY for Business. It's Russ and Greg with you. Greg, how's it going? It's going good. As you know, I'm out of town. I'm doing the road trip thing. It's been uh, a lot of fun. Exactly. Well, you're you're in Vegas. I mean, I, I expected partially. You know, how we, we we've talked about in the past how you've you know do this dance while yes. the song is the theme song's playing. I was sort of expecting because you're in Vegas, like backup dancers. <laughs> well, I tried. I tried to bring them in that uh, the feathers wouldn't fit through the door. So, oh, you know, right. it, yeah, yeah, it didn't, it didn't work out. I do, I do like the sideburns that you've grown out to uh, for your uh, Elvis convention that you're down there for. Is that, is it? Oh, wait, no, no, it's not the, it's pickleball that you're down there for this time. I am down here for some pickleball. You know, we, we briefly mentioned it, I think at the, uh, our last episode, but I'm down here for a pickleball tournament and mm-hmm. our other podcast, Third Shot, that is a pickleball podcast. We're going to be, you know, trying out podcasting live and doing Instagram live. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. So by the time this podcast, so we're recording this before, like the tournament starts tomorrow. Right. But, uh, so, <laughs> you know, people listening right now are like time traveling because that was last week. Um, so, you know, by the time that's all done, you, you'll have, you'll be able to go listen. So um, uh, thirdshotpodcast.com. <laughs> you check out all the all the crazy stuff that we did. You'll get to know a different side of uh, Greg and I as well, because you yeah, know, I mean, the show, yeah, yeah we're you. we're casual, but we're talking business. We got the, you know, we're like casual but business casual. You know, on on this, uh, it'll be a little bit more fun. Uh, so you know, uh, <laughs> a little more casual side, crazy side. <laughs> well, Russ, you're joining me in a day, right? You're going to be down here, yeah. So yeah, um, so I I, I fly out uh, tomorrow, and I will be there a few days uh, as well, uh, recording and doing different things. I think I'm debating on actually recording my other podcast, learning more live down there too, just to add to the craziness of what we can do. So there'll, there'll be a lot think, of stuff happening at, uh, at the tournament. I think you have to do it. You have to do it. We got to go for the trifecta. If we, we let, let's just do DIY live too while we're at it. Let's just go. Yeah. We may as well. <laughs> maybe That's what it's maybe all we will. <laughs> it's all about having some fun. So I'm down here, right? I'm doing the pickleball thing and we're doing the podcasting thing and I'm visiting my daughter because mm-hmm. she goes to school down here in Las Vegas and, and, you know, I'm empty nesting now and it has been an adjustment for me. I think I've mentioned it before, you know, now that I've been empty nesting now for a couple of years, there was this void because I was so active in both my daughter's lives and you, you were know, always the, doing regular activities. Yeah. So, you know, now I kind of replaced a little bit of, you know, my time with doing the pickleball and playing and podcasting about it. So I kind of worked it into, you know, kind of a, a side business in a sense. And it just brings joy. I, I love it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, it's such a super fun sport too. Like I've, you know, now that I've like played a couple times and gotten out there and done it and, you know, I, I produce the show and I get to ask questions each week about like, you know, as, as a new guy to, to the pickleball mm-hmm. world, it's so much fun. And it's like, it's, it's one of those things where like, actually, you know what? It's sort of like podcasting. It's like when you're doing it, you're just thinking about that. Like all the other stuff is like out of your mind, right? Like everything else has left you and you're just focused on what you're doing. And it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's very Zen. <laughs> yeah. it, it is. It's very cool. And I, I think 
you know, be perfectly honest and perfectly candid, I needed to find something else in my life, mm-hmm. you know, to, you know, fill that void that I was looking for. And I highly encourage it for everybody else that's out there that kind of in that same boat where you're kind of in that midlife, kids are gone, they're off doing their own thing. Uh, you know, find that, you know, for me, I, I wanted to work it into a business because that's who I am, right? I love being an entrepreneur and looking for, you know, different business opportunities. So, you know, I think if you can figure out a way to find something that you love and you're really passionate about and work it into your business or work it into a business, that is ideal. And we have somebody that could help you with that. Yes. Deborah Johnson is joining us today. Deborah. Oh, Hello. it's great to be here. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah. Now, uh, where where are you? Uh, so I'm in the Bay Area. Greg's in Vegas right now. Where are you in the world? I am in rainy Southern California right now. <laughs> ah. <laughs> rainy and cold. You think this gorgeous. We've had a lot of rain this year or so, but oh, yeah. uh, I'm doing yeah. good. Yeah. Chan- chances are you, you might just... Yes, you've got snow as well, right? Yeah. We had snow at our house, which was, I'm right at the foot of Mount Baldy. Uh, But last week I was in Hawaii. So that was a little different. That was nice. So, but a nice break from it. But yeah, we've had snow here in our, it was just, we've never had this much snow or even snow at our home like we did. So it's, it's pretty amazing. It was pretty fun. You know, if the rain continues, you might just end up over in Vegas. Just yeah, <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> Take a cruise well, to needed, Vegas. <laughs> we've needed the water. Um, I yeah, just wish they yeah. would capture it and um, help us out here. You know, yeah, they, exactly. You know, you need to do some things on the infrastructure area so we can save some of these this flood water. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> we need that here. Well, so, oh, go ahead, Greg. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, Deborah. You know, I kind of talked a little bit about my situation. And mm-hmm. one of the many things that you've done is you're an author of mm-hmm. a book called Women at Halftime. And one yes. of the things in that book is kind of people, not just women, but people going through something similar to what I was going through. I was just curious, like what what advice would you provide people that are kind of in that empty nesting for the first time in their lives? Well, a lot of it is is evaluating where you want to be um, in five years, in ten years, even in twenty years, and meet people at mid career. That's who I basically talk to and focus with those sort of audiences, mid career, half time of life. There's a lot of people in those those situations right now, but asking what's next, um, really, where you want to be, what do you want to do with this part of your life. So, and how to discover that, you know, look at I, the, the, my most recent book, I've written two since then. It's a great book, Women at Halftime. I've also written an allegory, The Summit, and the one that just came out is called Stop Circling, um, Ways to Escape of Your, uh, your Endless Roundabout. But it's, it's really evaluating your core values, and that leads to what your purpose is. And there's a lot of talk about purpose uh, these days, but a when you do something on purpose, there's usually, if you focus on what your purpose is, those are the reasons that you want to jump out of bed every morning and, and what you're going to be doing uh, that day. Not everything is 
profitable, you have to decide really that comes down to your core values. Really, what do you want out of this point, this time of your life? But a lot of people want to kind of downscale a little bit or not work as much. I've made the decisions to work a little bit more virtually. And so I can have a lot more freedom to travel. I'm still extremely busy. I work very hard, but I can set my own schedule. And there's a lot of people that want to get to that point of life. But I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. I know how much work it is. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I, you know, a lot of people, it's funny, they, they get into, you know, the entrepreneur thing because it's like, oh, I can set my own time. I can do yeah. my own thing. Yeah. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> At least you can try. It's, yeah. But it's, it's, uh, it's, work. it's difficult. Yeah. Yep. It is yep. work. So, okay. So finding your purpose, um, I, I feel like, uh, there's, uh, you know, trying to find it, there's going to be struggles along the way, challenges that you might face when you're trying to I- just identify your purpose. Right. How do you, how do you do that? Like what's, what's the process that you recommend for people to actually find something like that? Well, you need to really take a step back again with your core values. I wrote a whole appendix chapter on that in Stop Circling because a lot of people don't stop to really think about that. What are they really all about? (laughs) Um, And uh, discover your uniqueness. What makes you different than other people? Maybe you've, and also looking at your skill set because there are a lot of people that discount their skills. I was discounting some of my skills. And I didn't, uh, when I was branching my music career out, I've been a professional musician for over 30 years. I've still worked with Disney. I've done a lot of entertaining, headline entertaining. And I was discounting some of those skills when I started expanding to writing books, being an author and speaking. I was discounting all of the the things that I've been doing for so many years from video work, from audio production, from all of those things that you do as a musician, I have been able to apply all of those (laughs) in this field. They're very, very applicable. And so when you look back and see what sort of career you've had and the years that you've spent doing, there are things in that career that you are uniquely great at. So identifying those, what do you love to do? And and putting those kind of just laying all of those out on the table. I go through this a lot in my in some of my programs that I do. So you can, you know, it gives you a little bit of a guideline, but you can do this for yourself. You can sit down and really evaluate what is my uniqueness? What are my skill set? Where do I need to improve and grow on? And as Greg was saying, you know, working with this pickleball and how are you going to get better at pickleball? Well, you just you need some training. You need some coaching you need all of this. You know, just all of a sudden go, oh, I'm going to be a professional pickleball player or and I'm going to film all of these people in interview, but I, but I know nothing about the game. No, you need to. You have a skill set already of interviewing. You have a skill set of podcasting. But if you're going to expand into an area, you need to bump up your education in that area and understand what it's all about. And that's what this purposeful living you need to do some of the work to get to where you want to be. That was I'm a long ask another, answer. But. I'll, I'll ask another question here because I want Greg to keep practicing uh, with his yeah. uh, pickleball over there. But uh, <laughs> I mean, tournament starts tomorrow, Greg. I'm uh, working. I'm working. Keep going. <laughs> it's funny. We just hear this in the yeah. background of. 
we'll have to add some sound effects. Um, but what? Okay, so you know, you're saying you're laying out all these things on the table. One of the issues there uh, is like you know the imposter syndrome. Like I, like you, you put out these things, but then you look at them and you have that sort of self doubt. Like, am I good enough to do this? How do you get people past that? You know, some people, most people are never going to get totally past that. I will just, that is something most everybody deals with as a human being. Uh, The moment we look in the mirror, we say, oh, (laughs) you know, oh, that's not, you know, I'm getting older or I, you know, who's going to believe me? Am I going to age out? Uh, Will people really take me seriously? You know, I went through that as well because I've done major stuff, but I'm thinking, will people really take my business stuff seriously? Will they just think, oh, no, she can just play, you know, sit at a piano and play and sing for hours? No, or you know, whatever she does. Are they going to take my programs seriously? So I think there's a bit of that in all of us, the self-talk. I talk about this a lot in our mindset. And that's almost a daily habit. I'm big on journaling. It's a daily habit of evaluating where you are personally. And it's okay. Put those thoughts out there. Mm -hmm. But realize, you know, there's that little voice trying to tell you, you know, oh, you can't do that. Or no, you're not good enough. Or that negative you know, look at, look at some of the negative and see, okay, so I did blow it maybe in this area, but what went wrong? What can I learn from it? It doesn't mean I'm not good enough. Just evaluate what went wrong. You know, I didn't make that good pickleball shot. You know, what went wrong? Oh, I was on the wrong side of the court. You know, what went wrong to what you were doing so you can improve the next time. And part of being an entrepreneur is when you're knocked down, you got to be able to get up. Yeah. And you know, part of that too is just showing up, you know, like oh, yeah. that's one of the things where, so, you know, I mean, I, I do like, you know, improv and getting in front of a, um, a crowd you look at the crowd and you just see this totally like low energy crowd. Like that happens sometimes, you know, like oh, there's yeah. no, like no energy in the crowd and it's just like, okay, I got to get on stage and actually try to make this low energy group have a little energy and have some fun and do something. And there's this thing, you know, that, that always hits me like, can I do that? (laughs) Can I do that? Can I actually make that happen? But then like the, the thing that always gets me is like, you know, like, you know what? I'm on stage. I'm here to do that. That's what they expect. So I'm just going to do it. And I think so part of it is just so much about just showing up as well and being there. Right. Um, So even though, you know, Greg, you know, might be doubting himself. He's going to show up at that tournament tomorrow. I'm going to be there. I'll fall down, but I'm going to be there. And we'll be here uh, right after this. We'll take a short break. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and reviewing DIY for Business, a part of the Best Business Network over there at Electrocast Media. The big news, though, of course, aside from this podcast, (laughs) is 
the third shot podcast and uh, what's going on over there. You know, what? I just thought of something, Greg, during the break. Uh, <laughs> we've, we've talked about <laughs> the show so much and we've talked about, you know, what, what you're going to do over there. I think what we should do is, is maybe during one of these breaks, first of all, we should play a little clip of the show so that, you know, we, people can get familiar <laughs> with it. But then also, I think we should do the live report back to see how you did on this whole, this whole thing um, with, with the, the tournament. What do you think? I'm I'm good for that. I'm good for that. So we're gonna do All a right. live DIY with pickleball updates. Exactly. We'll do. We'll we'll jump on here. We'll we'll create a live show just for this. Now, unfortunately, you know the place where we're recording right now we can't do that so maybe we'll have to do some changes there just make that all work out for <laughs> we can do that we can do we that. can, that's, we can that's make that happen we'll get some updates see that's what you know when you're taking inventory on what you're good at and that is one of the things you are excellent at <laughs> figuring it all out make making it happen somehow yeah. um yeah, yeah i gotta ask you a question like, before we get serious and talk business and stuff the, yes. You know, I I know you are a professional performer. You sing, you play piano professionally. What did you do for Disney? Oh, I still do for Disney, you mean. Yeah, um, what, do you, worked, what do you do for Disney? A musician. So do you play yeah. on, like, what type of musician? Is this live Disney shows? Is it for their movies? I've done, no, I've not done oh, – there's so many areas of Disney – and people are, it's so funny because I've done much, much larger events than um, what I've done for Disney. But um, I've done usually piano vocal. I've done double piano events. I've done, um, you know, some of the things recently are at a hotel playing on an $85,000, $95,000 piano um, that fills a huge hall, which is wonderful. Um, so, you know, there's just different sort of engagements and it's just, I've worked with the organization independent contractor for over 25 years. So it's, you know, it's, it's nice to have that on the resume. And so people are just a little bit more impressed. Oh, Disney, you know, cause it <laughs> yeah, is, exactly. it's a great organization. They always yeah. put a million producers on, but they're, they're a great organization. So, mm -hmm. and you know, it's, as long as they keep calling, I'm, you know, I'm Can't there. Keep answering. <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer if I'm available, of course. So, and something you said, Russ, is showing up, and you sparked my interest with your improv mm -hmm. because a lot of people went through when we had all these shutdowns, and you had to do a lot of things virtually. And as entertainers, we get a lot of energy from our audiences. Yeah. But what if you're looking at a computer and you're looking at people, you have no energy coming back to you. That was a huge challenge. And when you're talking about this imposter syndrome, thinking, oh, my gosh, this, I'm getting no feedback and I can't I, I can't hear that, you know, all of that stuff going on. You really have to be solid in who you are. Keep showing up uh, because that's a big part of it. You know, as you said, to show up, just you just got to show up and make your list and get at it. So, mm -hmm. but there, there's that sort of feedback, I think, and you can't take that personally all the time. Right. Yeah. I right. think that has been a huge adjustment for me because I do a lot of sales meetings and mm -hmm. prior to the pandemic, the majority of my sales meetings or negotiations were in person and you could read the person. They were right in front of you. Right. 
Right. Now, and you can get the energy, you just get the vibe, right? Now with Zoom, sometimes or a lot of times, they don't even turn the camera on. So you can't even right. see what they're doing. They could be answering emails. They could be doing other stuff on, on mute. So what I found is you have to look for other cues. Right. You have yes. to look for other signals um, to figure out where you stand. And it yeah. has been a huge adjustment. But, um, you know, it, it's one that society has had to make because it's been a challenge mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, dealing with pandemic. But it's a great adjustment that we all get the flexibility of working from home. And I think that's mm-hmm. part of what you're saying is like, what's next? Right. And I think a lot yes. of people have found what next is. I get the freedom of working from home. I don't have to be stuck in commute traffic all the time. And, uh, you know, it's that adjustment. But I think it's liberating for a lot of people. What do you think? I I definitely think so. Um, And and some people figured out this is not for me. So (laughs) I've known those that are saying, you know, I need that community. So I think it's been very revealing in many ways. We all realized how important it is. Our, our relationships are with each other, mm-hmm. you know, getting together and it doesn't have to be full time. I have a, uh, one of our sons is an attorney and he's been able to work, still work virtually. He goes in the office now and then, but he's, he gets a lot more done by being able to get a hold of people and, and work on his own time. And, uh, you know, he loves that. Now, I don't know if he'll always do that at this point, but he's enjoyed it so far. And they've still given him the freedom to be able to do that. So, but there's a lot of people that are kind of in between that thinking, okay, what do I really want to do now? I've Mm -hmm. tasted this. I know I want community, but I don't know if I want the same community (laughs) or (laughs) is this the time for me to say, you know, I've always dreamt of doing something else. Am I going to really do it? Because I tell you what time passes fast. I was just uh, meeting lunch today with um, a couple of gals, and we were all commenting how fast time, the years are flying by, and this happens faster. My dad always told me this, oh, the time is going faster and faster as I'm getting older. And I thought, ah, you know, ah, but now I'm really seeing how quickly time goes and you know, when you keep putting stuff off, it's going to be another year and then it'll be another two years and then it'll be another five years. So really t- stop and, in fact, and take, you know, this, take the time to go through, you know, what is really valuable to me, what really matters to me, not just what I want to leave as a legacy. I mean, you can do that as well. I think that's important um, because some people write books because of that or memoirs, but it's, it's really what do I want to do at this point in my life? Because, you know, I'm hoping to work clear until my 80s. I love my work. Not everybody's wired like that, but a lot of people would like to keep working, but they don't want to do exactly what they're doing now. And what do they do? How do, you know, financially, there's this is what I go through a lot of this in my Stop Circling book of just that evaluation where you have to evaluate a lot of those areas of your life, your finances, your 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 mindset, your your relationships. You you evaluate these areas to see where am I at and where do I want to be. And so I think that's a really important part of this. We don't stop to do that uh, very often. Mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, and I I I, I may have. On one of the various podcasts, I've, <laughs> I've said this, 
But I, I, I basically I renamed the the pandemic the pandemic pause because it like allowed me to just mm-hmm. put a pause on everything and just like yeah. okay what's important what's not important what do I keep around what do I not keep around yeah you know like what do great. I do on my weekends what do I not do on my weekends what do I do on my work time you know where do I work what what do I do there <laughs> you know like everything I just looked at it all because it felt like you know what uh, this is like a nice time to do this. And yeah, I, I feel like that was like, I mean, I, I always hate to say there was like, you know, a positive thing that came out of the pandemic just because it was so awful. But like, that was one of the positive outcomes for me where I just, it did make me sort of, you know, stop and reevaluate. Um, I mean, everything, which was great. And I, and I think there's a lot of positive things though, Russ, that came out of the pandemic of technology. I mean, the sum of the- Yeah, some of the things that have happened, and and this is historically, if you go back to see, you know, the times when, you know, some of the great inventions and some of the great businesses were started, they've been started during the depression or during Mm -hmm. times of really being down. And how great, Russ, that you did that. I love that you're doing the improv too. That's a risk. And, and here, you know, Greg's doing his pickleball. That's great. I played pickleball. I'm no good, but it's, it's a fun <laughs> sport and it's huge right now. It's it, it huge. Is. It's massive. So yeah, I think that's great for you to be doing some of those things that you absolutely love. You have to figure out how to monetize it uh, in many ways, but do the things that you put those things in that drive you, that make you want to get up in the morning and go, oh, yeah. you know, Yeah. There was some pretty heavy uh, head head shaking by Greg there during the monetization. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Noting doing that. something you love and monetize it—that you just spoke my language. Well, <laughs> yeah, you got to figure out that monetize thing sometimes. <laughs> you know, not everything's going to be monetizing. But. Oh, but you but know what? You this podcast. Out, why not? Let's do it. This podcast could be monetized, but uh, we do have to take a break. <laughs> Speaking <Yeah>. of that. <laughs> Uh, We'll uh, take a short break here uh, and we'll be right back with more DIY for Business. Thanks for listening and reviewing and subscribing to the Third Shot Podcast. Oh, and this one too, uh, DIY for Uh Business. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. And, uh, those reviews are fantastic. We always appreciate it. Any comments that you can give us fantastic. Uh, and then also, you know, I always wait till the end of the show to say this, but if you've got something like that, you, you know, want to talk about, let us know. And like, we will find the guests and we'll figure it out and we'll build a whole show around it. And we like doing that. We've done that a couple of times. We'll do it again. So please do uh, let us know if you have any ideas, just head over to the uh, DIY for business podcast website. I say that at the end every time, Greg. So, you know, maybe maybe throw that in in at the beginning, you know, early, early on. That's right. Some people uh, uh, chatting back with us here. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay. So we were talking a little about, and this, this was something that that I that I wanted to bring up with you, uh, positivity. I mean, you sound like a very positive person, um, and uh, positivity, of course, and optimism. Bringing that into the workplace is always a great thing. Um, but is it always a great thing? Is it? Is, I use the word always there. Is it always like? Can you actually go kind of overboard? Like, what's the line between like healthy positivity and excessive optimism? Well, I think you can usually tell when it's 
well, not all the time, but um, when it's kind of fake, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, when you're you're listening to people or, the, you know, they're just coming across, it's, that's not genuine. Um, be willing to let yourself, you know, relax and be down. Um, but there's a lot of this in mindset and there's times that I've, you know, been discouraged. Um, but again, I go back to the journaling. Um, I end up having a close circle and I talked about this, um, Russ, uh, Greg, you brought up my book, um, women at halftime. And in that book, I talk about relationships as well. I talk about the journey to hero mountain. And one of those areas is relationships and I have, uh, I've kind of identified the circles of relationships and I have a close circle that I am able to share different things with. In fact, there's a couple gals that, you know, I've shared some very personal things with that I don't share with everybody. Um, people have masterminds of just being able to share business things with them that they don't share with other people and they can let themselves just be down. They don't have to be happy all the time saying I'm struggling and it's okay. Um, but just be able to have maybe some people in your life. Not everybody has family to be able to do that, but close contacts and closer, pick those close contacts. You know, we got social media, everybody shares almost everything. Um, and, you know, a well, lot too of much people sometimes, do anyway, right, right. too much. Exactly. And where's really the authentic relationships. And so when you're talking about being down, um, I've, you know, I have a spouse I'm able to share a lot of things with. Again, I don't always share every, everything I am, um, a strong, I have a strong belief, faith, um, belief in my life. And so I know I can, you know, there's a lot of strength in that for me where I can take a step back and journal and, you know, have that in my life. But I have a lot I can share too with my spouse. We've been married for 43 years. That's a record. And so there's people in your life, but again, I don't share everything, (laughs) but if I'm really struggling with something, I feel like I can work through a little bit of it and I can share with him. And not every day is this, you know, chipper, happy, go lucky. You know, I I have a lot of smiles ahead for people, but there's things too that I carry, Um, Mm -hmm. especially, you know, I've been a mom of three. There's things that you carry. Um, and there's a, there's, when you're an entertainer, you still put a smile on your face, but you still right. carry things. You have to be able to deal with some of those discouragements and those, and there's help out there. Right now we're in a, a huge um, mental, like a depression, it's, especially with young women. It's gone up. I read a statistic. I don't I, know if this is totally true, but I've read some statistics. It went up like 30% with young women and how they are facing true depression. They're facing suicidal thoughts, you know, this isolation that they, they went through and the lack of the contact and the friends and then the social media on top. And there, this is an epidemic in some places. And so we have to realize with the mental health, with our own mental health, first of all, and, and being able to say, you know, people need to let down a little bit and be able to share that they're struggling and it's not all 
you know, waking up every day. Oh, today's such a great day. And I'm going to earn millions of dollars. Oh, I'm going to do all of this. And you know, you just, you put your head down and you start evaluating some of these areas and say, I need to deal with this right now. I need to take a step back and deal with this. When I need to take a break, I go outside, I take my pruners and I trim <laughs> on a tree or I, you know, get, get, get the energy out, you know, and Greg would go out and hit some pickleballs. So you go yeah. out and get some of that energy out. And, and I think a lot of, because a lot of guys have had more athletics. Now, a lot of women have a lot of athletics. I was not raised with athletics. So I was raised more in music. We had to do PE, but it was not like today. So, but there's that energy. You've got to expend some of that energy too. When you have um, mental things that you're going through, expend some energy and get that out there. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what it does. Just, just a little, like I've started uh, walking on a treadmill during the day. Uh, I have a little like treadmill on my desk. So I just turn it to the standing desk and I start walking. I'll walk for like an hour, sometimes two, (laughs) you know, it's just great. Like I'm so much more like, I thought like, oh, is this going to distract me from meetings? But I'm so much more engaged in meetings um, when I'm on that. Because I'm just, uh, you know, everything's moving. Everything's going. I'm not, you know, just slumped in this really cool chair that I have. Yeah, it, it is a cool <laughs> chair. But it exercise, <laughs> you brought up exercise. And that's the first thing. I usually spend a little time journaling and um, in my thoughts and my studies in the morning. And then I get on my my bike. And so I have a stationary bike and do some weights and all of that. You've got to, exp- it's such an important part of life. When you look at the whole thing of life, the whole picture, there's areas physically that we just need to do and to keep ourselves, our mindsets, our bodies, you know, when you're, when your body doesn't feel good, your mind doesn't feel good a lot of times. (laughs) You don't want to do anything. So, right. Deborah, earlier you mentioned Hero Mountain and I know you do a Hero Mountain Summit. Tell everybody what people could expect if they uh, were to join that with you. Yeah, Hero Mountain Summit, I open it up twice a year for uh, individuals. And otherwise, I lead groups through this, and it's mostly virtual. Um, And when I do individual, I do provide uh, individual Zoom sessions on that, like a once a month. But it goes through the areas of climbing your your hero mountain, such as, you know, your mindsets, your relationships, your purpose, your skills, your competency. There are all of these areas that you will go through those in depth of climbing your, your hero mountain. So that is a a program I've put together. I have other online programs as well. The reason I wrote stop circling was because people weren't even ready for hero mountain. Because they were circling, mm. <laughs> they had to get off of their roundabout. Yeah, they were stuck. Yeah, they're stuck. <laughs> they're stuck. And so, where do I start? What's something so easy that where I can start? So um, that's why I wrote that book. It's very simple to go through, and it has a lot of the guides in it. But yeah, the, climbing the Hero Mountain, and I wrote an allegory called the Summit Journey to Hero Mountain that has a story within a story. So it helps people relate to that a little bit better. So it, 
but you're, yeah, the, the Hero Mountain, I've trademarked that. I've trademarked the Roundabout Hero, uh, the core common denominator that we look for in areas of our skill sets. And so there's some areas that I've, uh, I've really branded on that area because I just really want people to be able to get beyond saying, oh, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. No, you can very, very, it's a mindset. And I wrote Mm -hmm. the book Bad Code because my computer, I had my website hacked that I had had so many years. And I realized there's a lot of similarities between a computer getting hacked and your mind getting hacked. It's Mm. very similar. (laughs) And all of those destructive thoughts, the fishing, the everything that comes your way and we're compromised and that happens. It doesn't matter what level you are at either. It is. It does not matter. That's when you're one of your first questions with this imposter syndrome. Oh, do we ever get over it? No. <laughs> and you hear about these gorgeous, beautiful models and very successful people, and they're going. Still, they walk out on that stage and say, "Oh, is does anybody going to want to hear me or right? watch me or listen?" Yeah, it's uh-huh. the same thing. We all go. We're human. Exactly. Yeah. And we, yeah, we all, I think we all deal with that. I mean, I've talked with, um, you know, celebrities that, that deal with that, that you're like, really seriously. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, wanted to grab your books, uh, you also have a podcast. How do they, uh, how do they move forward there? How do they, uh, uh, get in touch with you? Well, you can always get in touch with me through my websites, goalsforyourlife.com, debrajohnsonspeaker.com, everybody loves the music, djworksmusic.com. But if you get on my newsletter, um, I know people are inundated right now with emails and I have a double opt in. I do not automatically add people, but you can easily sign up for it and you get all my updates. I usually put music in each week. I, I write a new article each week and then you get the podcast information each week too. So it's just an easy way to keep up with you. And that is goalsforyourlife.com forward slash newsletter. Very easy. Goalsforyourlife.com forward slash newsletter. I've had my newsletter going for over 20 years. And uh, I don't spam you. It comes out once a week. And then uh, uh, midweek, I usually let you know what podcast is coming up. So that's, that's about it. And so that's an easy way to keep up with all of the programs that I have coming up. And then of course, all my books are on Amazon and you can find those. They're all versions as well. I also do the audible and I do everything else. So it's, uh, it's all in all those versions, whatever version is your preference. And you can find me on social media as well. So if you go on my website, you'll find, you'll find me. There's a million Deborah Johnsons. So do you, <laughs> well, that's, that's what I was thinking. We got to be pretty specific here about that. There's like, there's millions of us. So when people go and there's either other, even other authors, but, um, hmm. Deborah Johnson, if you look at Deborah Johnson speaker, if you look at goalsforyourlife.com, or if you look at DJ works music, you will find me you can uh, message me there or find one of my social media uh, channels. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having It's always a privilege. Thank you, both Russ and Greg. Thank you, Deborah. Nice talking to you.
And thank you for listening, (laughs) subscribing, and reviewing DIY for Business, part of the Best Business Network and Electrocast Media. The subjects that we cover on this podcast are selected with the goal of helping your business grow and all of the information provided is opinion-based and you might want to consult a professional to discuss your exact business situation. As I mentioned earlier, Greg and I want your company to succeed and we're happy to take your questions. We'd love to hear your suggestions for future episodes. If you've got an area of your business where you'd like to get some solid advice, reach out to us, diyforbusinesspodcast.com, and we might be able to build an entire show around it. We thank you again for listening and subscribing to DIY for Business, where you are not alone.